Young people weren't dying. They were more likely to get killed in a school bus accident. So why are we giving children these vaccines? That's what drives me nuts. It's, it's the inability of people these days to critically think. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. I hope you had a fantastic week and I hope you have an even better weekend ahead. That was Dr. Mark Sherwood. He's a naturopathic doctor and a truth teller who's appeared at those Time to Free America conferences. And in this one, we talk about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, cognitive dissonance, and the recipe for victory for our beloved Republic. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments wants to let you know that gold, was the best investment class for 2022. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. According to longtermtrends.net, gold actually outperformed the S&P, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey, friends, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report. I'm delighted to welcome to the show Dr. Mark Sherwood, friends. He's appeared at the Time to Free America events with Clay Clark, General Flynn, and all those other good folks. He ran for governor of Oklahoma, so he knows a thing or two about elections and election fraud. More on that in a second. His website, Sherwood.tv. He's a naturopathic doctor, and I'm really glad to welcome him to the show. Dr. Sherwood, how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. Thanks for having me, man. Honored to be here. Honored to have you. Let me do a screen share here. We'll just set the stage. Here's a clip of you, I believe, at one of the Time to Free America events. So we're going to go into how not to die from COVID. How many want to know that? How not to die from COVID. Uh, you know what? I have an idea, Dr. Sherwood. Mm -hmm. Don't take the bioweapon masquerading as vaccine. <laughs> That's tip number one. Yeah, it's a good tip. I tell you, it's interesting on that one. You know, um, that was uh, a clip taken from when we were in the state of Florida, Tampa, to be example, the city. And um, at that time, you know, we had not yet had the massive negative turn of events regarding uh, ramifications from the COVID vaccine. But at that time, we were still dealing with the um, uh, remdesivir, mitazolam. Uh, vent scenario. Well, let me show you this too, because uh, these people just keep falling down dead. American fashion model. Don't know who this guy is. Never heard of him, but Jeremy Ruhlman dead at 27. Here's the thing. People are starting to pay attention. This makes mm -hmm. no sense. Young, healthy, fit. What do these people all have in common, Dr. Sherwood? Well, here it is on his Instagram. Vaxxed. Yeah. Proudly getting his vaccine at age 27, he's dead now, dropped dead over the weekend, died suddenly on Sunday. People are starting to finally pay attention to this and demand answers. Diamond and Silk at the top of the list. I mean, another died suddenly. Her sister watched her die right in front of her, right in her arms. What are we going to do about this, Doc? Well, I think we got to keep sharing information. And I appreciate, you know, you, Sean, and the SGC. GT report doing what you're doing and sharing information out there because the, the best 
uh, thing we can do is share truth and give people an opportunity to, you can pick truth or pick lies. Lies, that's the freedom of our country, isn't it? But, you know, a lot of people uh, took these vaccines under heavy coercion, uh, duress, uh, heavy propaganda. They were only hearing one side of the story. And, and let's face it, we all know that um, all sides of the coin were not shown. And there was one side specifically suppressed. And that would have been the side that we operate on, you and I, and most people probably in this space that say, you know, we are not born with vaccine deficiencies and the immune system is incredibly capable to adapt, overcome and overpower anything. And so uh, we, uh, my wife and I in our clinic, we never worried about COVID one bit, uh, even at its peak of uncertainty because of what we know and what we were sort of anchoring our foundation to. Are you getting any sense that even the mainstream horror media, the Mockingbird media, is starting to pay attention to this topic died suddenly? Do you get any sense at all that the heat will start coming down on Albert Bourla and Pfizer? It's certainly coming down on them by the likes of Rebel News, who showed mm-hmm. up on the streets of Davos to grill that man for his crimes against humanity. He wouldn't answer any of the questions. Do you get any sense at all that the Mockingbird media will start to turn up the heat on this topic at any point? I, my my gut tells me uh, that as the media as a whole, corporate media, as we talked about, as you referred to, yeah, the answer is no. And I'll tell you why. I mean, I don't want to be a cynic and I don't want to be a, a not even negative, but I just want to explain my, my rationale why. Because the media today, and you did this inter- intro on the bio about me running for governor, so I understand politics that, as they get into this, too, because there's a connection. Um, big government is heavily lobbied by big pharma big pharma makes an incredible amount of money the vaccine liability was transferred from the vaccine manufacturers back to the united states government at the government's request back in the mid 80s i believe under the reagan administration so now you have big pharma which is a risk-free investment for some of these people especially in the area of vaccines but big pharma also is a heavily investor into media where they advertise billions, probably trillions of dollars worth of advertising straight to the consumer through mainstream media. So there's a connection between big pharma, big food, big government, and big media. And a lot of the politicians, and it is it is public information, so I encourage people to go out there and actually look for yourselves, even the people that you want to vote for, they will show in their donation receipts money from Pfizer specifically. And, and it, it's going to break your heart. And this is why I really don't see our government and some of the mainstream uh, media is coming at this at all. I think you're going to see within the scope of some of those agencies and uh, corporations, you're going to see people step up and put more pressure. And I'm grateful to Rebel News. But I just don't see it from the big level because there's such a love of and dependence upon this big money. They've lost track of people. It's become profits over people, sickness over people, and all hell um, bent going forward on chasing these profits. Yeah, and that's why I call them mockingbird mainstream media whores. They get their paychecks from Pfizer. I mean, really, they're working indirectly for Pfizer, but Mm -hmm. in some sense, they're working directly for Pfizer. And yep. I guess we don't know if Diamond, who passed suddenly, it said she died of heart disease. I don't know if she was vaccinated. I would have to suspect she wasn't. But man, if she was, again, they just write these things off and they bury the real story. While we're on this topic, I'll do a screen share. 
A Google search for COVID vaccine reveals these two headlines. The sudden rise of died suddenly COVID conspiracy theory from the Atlantic. And how about this from ABC News? COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective for kids, according to new data. These Mm. people are such devilish mercenaries. I just cannot overstate it. How about a search from Bing? Same topic, COVID vaccine. FDA backs annual COVID vaccine for Americans with strain to be decided on. Are you kidding me? How about this? Finally, finally, an article that might resonate with you and I, what's really going on with myocarditis and COVID vaccines? Well, according to popular science, the same group that said World Trade Center 7 was brought down due to fire only, they say the chances of a COVID vaccine causing myocarditis are so rare that you're more likely to be struck by lightning. I mean, that's what we're up against. You want to talk about gaslighting? They're never going to stop gaslighting the people in regards to this thing, which is a bioweapon, not a vaccine, Doc. They are not going to stop gaslighting people, Sean, and we need to really accept that for what it is. I mean, look, I I wish, I mean, my hope, my wish, my dream would be that, you know, truth would be revealed and people would accept truth and there would be repentance, apologies, and even punishment levied against um, people who are responsible for this. Um, but having said that, um, you, you see the flavor and tone of those headlines the flavor and the tone is is gearing us one way and that's where people are getting their information mainly and they're not showing the sgt report uh, and this interview headline number one because the the powers that be have so much power you mentioned like the fda in that one article uh food and drug administration and i i ask people all the time what does food have to do with drugs nothing you know it's either or right and you you look at diamond and sook situation and you look at um you know, the unknown about what the vaccine is doing. And then the article about the children, uh, that it's safe. Look, it's not necessary. You go back to March 2020 and you move sort of this scale weight forward from March to maybe July. This is pre-vaccine days. Young people weren't dying. They were more likely to get killed in a school bus accident. So why are we giving children these vaccines? That's what drives me nuts. It's it's the inability of people these days to critically think because we're being fed these lines of propaganda and garbage, and it shapes us by way of fear, taking away, therefore, as I stated, the ability to critically think. And when you can't critically think, you're driven by fear, you can be controlled. And that's what's happening to the uh, a good number of people across this nation and across this world, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, before we move on to the next topic, which is free and fair elections, there seem to be fewer and fewer of those. Uh, I just want to make the point that uh, what's so disheartening about this topic and warning our friends, neighbors and colleagues about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine is that people who don't know the language, who don't understand what truth media is or how to find it, people who only listen to CNN or The Washington Post, they're almost impossible to get through to. They think we are conspiracy theorists, which the CIA loves because they invented that term after they assassinated John F. Kennedy, along with the Mossad, in my view. And uh, that's what we're up against. People have so much cognitive dissonance that even when you warn them because you care enough about them to stick your neck out, they will not listen and they'll run out and get their booster. It's shocking. Yeah. And I I want people to really understand that this um, 
concept that we're talking about control and all this has not been just something that's two and a half years old now. No, it started about 50 years ago when the government started getting involved in our food supply. And I stated earlier, the government started getting involved in vaccines and vaccine development. It, it happened so fast that we allowed big pharma to advertise to people. And we developed this idea that somehow or another, the government knows how to care for our health better than we do. And I'm just going to like heavily put it in a Mark paraphrase version. We became convinced that we were too stupid to take care of ourselves on our own and make good decisions about our health and the government do better that we believe them. And that led us to where we are today. So it's been a constant bleed, a drift, a, a shift of one degree. And we are so far away from reality right now. And, and I just wish that, Somebody in charge, which I think the first step to stop this nonsense, and I really do, I believe this is the underlying answer, because that's what I'm trained in, to find underlying causes of problems, whether it be my, my job or whatever, my background. But if these politicians would shut off Big Pharma's ability to advertise to the American citizens through mainstream media, I think that would go a long ways towards solving our problem. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I got to tell you, before we switch to uh, this election fraud that we saw in 2022, especially in Arizona, I want to focus on that specifically. I want to talk about just humiliation rituals. You tell me if you think I'm over the target when I show you this. This is Biden's health czar, Dr. Rachel Levine. All right. This was the guy he put in charge of uh, America's mm -hmm. nuclear waste, and he got caught stealing luggage from the Minneapolis International Airport and I believe the Las Vegas Airport. He's since been arrested and fired, but I think it's all part of the humiliation ritual. You know what else is? Implanting Katie Hobbs as the governor of the state of Arizona. And the first thing she proposed with her new budget was eliminating border security, repealing school choice law, and $40 million for in-state college tuition for illegals. She's backed by George Soros. Yep. She's as far left as any lefty can get. That's her right there. And she's very proud of her stolen election. I got to tell you, man, in my view, this is all part of the humiliation ritual. They are trying to humiliate us into silence. They're trying to humiliate us into standing down. They're trying to demoralize us with this stuff. So let's talk about the stolen election in Arizona. But before we do that, your thoughts on this humiliation ritual with these people. Well, I think you're not only over the target. I think you're dead on target. Um, the idea behind this is these politicians um, will do anything to maintain power, control, influence, and money. Uh, that's why, you know, Biden and the puppets and all this are putting these different groups there. And, and, and that's these human beings, you know, are in a sad state. They don't even know who they are, and, and you're born one way or the other, male or female, and that's the way it is. Sorry for anybody that believes differently. Um, but the bottom line is they're completely confused and, and uh, in a hopeless standpoint internally. And, and I find that I agree for them as individual people, but at the same time understand why they're, they're, they're doing that. They're being used and played right now by a system, as well as the people coming across the border being used and played by a system to maintain control of power and money. Um, this has transcended into uh, elections to where 
Um, no one knows the Constitution anymore. No one knows what their jobs anymore. They just gravitate to positions and have no idea what they're doing. They should be servant leaders working for the people, not working for the federal government. But yet it's flipped around. And, and the way I'd like to describe this is this, um, you know, the Constitution laid it out with this uh, checks and balances. So we wouldn't find ourselves in this crazy position right now we're in, Sean, is the states were created before the federal government and the states created the federal government. So the states there being the creator of the federal government, almost like the parents of. And so the federal government is a child of the states. But we have turned the federal government into the spoiled, rotten child that has control over the, the parents, which are the states. And, and that's started a trend now where you have people like um, uh, Katie Hobbs who are not securing the border and President Biden who's not securing the border. And he that is an impeachable offense, by the way. That's one of his jobs as the president of the United States to secure our border. These governors do not know the Tenth Amendment. They have no idea what that is. And now they've got the quagmire on hands. And now we have elections being interfered with by outside investors, including George Soros, who has zero to do with Arizona, but has fully to do with this whole global centric power mongering hunger concept. You know, I went on a rant there a little bit, but that's just how I feel about this. No, your rant is uh totally understandable and uh it's exactly how we're all feeling we're so ticked off because there is no justice and there doesn't seem to be much of a way to get justice i mean the supreme court just shot down essentially refused to hear the brunson v adams case which would have showcased the treason that occurred on the evening of january 6th when none of the evidence of the stolen election in 2020 which implanted the puppet in chief biden none of that evidence was allowed to be heard or presented and it's just shocking you want to talk about an impeachable offense not protecting our borders is treason mm. it's it absolute is. treason it's treason from biden and it's treason from katie hobbs so here's the good news if there's any and it's uh, the fact that carrie lake i think was born for this fight she's a extremely talented orator she seems to really care about the people and the state of Arizona. So it's good news that the Arizona Senate presentation revealed that hundreds of failed tabulators in Maricopa County likely misread a quarter million ballots during the 2022 election. Let me scroll down. I'll just play a clip. You guys can hear this for yourself. It's brief. The other area I want to cover is the tabulator machines. We received two weeks ago, January of 2023, the system log files from the tabulators that were used in Maricopa County on election day, along with the redacted CVR records. Through an analysis, we were able to determine that a quarter of a million ballot feeds misread by those tabulators. There are approximately two tabulators in every polling center, which means there were 446 tabulators with a quarter of a million voter attempt failures. All right. So this woman who is uh, bought and paid for by George Soros, she is now supposedly the governor of the great state of Arizona, and it just cannot be allowed to stand. So I'm coming back to you. Where do we stand on this particular issue? What are Carrie Lake's chances? You know, I just interviewed uh, a couple of pro se experts, James Tracy and Dr. Frederick Graves. And they're passionate about the rules, the rules of law. 
taking people to court, understanding process. That's the way to get our constitutional republic back. And I love hearing that, but I push back on these gentlemen and say, but how when everything is so hopelessly corrupt? They tell me it's not hopelessly corrupt. What do you think? Where do we stand with this uh, stolen election in Arizona? Well, I think as long as there's breath in our lungs, right, there's hope. So I'll, I'll hang on to that one. And I mean, I like to consider my wife and I hope dealers. So we'll, even if we're the only voices out there, and I know we're not, we'll continue to share that. Um, but with these elections, um, what um, Carrie Lake uh, uncovered is something that should be presented in court, no question, because of the 446 or whatever that quarter million people. Um, and, and this is looking at it from both sides. You know, if, if I'm a judge, I'm, I want to know, well, did they get miscalculated and did they lean one way or were they miscalculated in the other way or they miscalculated across the board? You know, that's a question that I would have. And I'm talking about my former law enforcement hat there. And I'd want to know what we can do to fix it. And I, I've looked at that and I've talked to some people that were in the courtroom in that previous lawsuit that was filed by Carrie Lake, you know, against Katie Hobbs that, you know, she, unfortunately the judge ruled the wrong way, but um, here is what I believe we should be doing with these election. And I'm all about solutions. First and foremost, it has to begin with understanding who the sheriff is. The sheriff is the highest ranking law enforcement official in the county. I am a big supporter of the 10th Amendment concept, but I'm also a supporter of understanding who the sheriff is and how much his power resides within him. We have to elect sheriffs, at least push them to follow the Constitution. The sheriff should be taking charge of these local elections and should be taking charge of all these ballots. We should go back to paper counting. Uh, we should go back to hand counting and the sheriff should make it an evidentiary process and make sure they're counted and tabulated, hold them in, a, in abeyance in evidence until they are officially certified and then released. It might take us a little bit longer, but we'd have accuracy. Um, obviously, I think that that's not a far reach because I think if one or two counties across this great nation would have that courage to do that, it would restore confidence and maybe a little bit of push or motivation for other sheriffs to do the same thing. But until we do that, Sean, until we get back to the hardcore basics of hand counting ballots and get those packable, mistake prone, error potential machines out of the way, we're always going to have problems. To compound it further, you look at the populace of Maricopa County. And the sad thing about this is, is that a person could win Maricopa County lose the majority of the other counties around the state of Arizona and win the election. Something is a foul with the entire process. And unless we redo the process, we're going to have a hard time fixing the problem. Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Gold prices could surge to $4,000 an ounce in 2023. And Noble Gold Investments has the details. As recession fears persist, Jorg Keener, Chief Investment Officer of Swiss Asia Capital, said that many economies could face a bit of a recession in the first quarter, which would lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes, making gold instantly more attractive. If 2022 taught us anything at all, it's that tangible assets are the only assets you can count on, like gold. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. Thousands of people have started to make a move towards securing their retirement. 
Join them by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. If you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free quarter-ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. The other thing that makes it hard for us, too, is when these uh, sheriffs are not constitutional God-fearing people like Paul Penzone, who I believe is the sheriff in Maricopa County. Let me just show you this. It does not bode well for we the people when the sheriff just makes the leap to the belief any uh, election claims about a faulty or rigged election are false. So the sheriff refutes the false election claims and insists on keeping demonstrations peaceful. Well, of course, on our side, they're always peaceful. Look what Antifa just did on the Mm. streets the other night. Again, burning down businesses and cars. And they want to talk to us about keeping demonstrations peaceful. You know, there does come a time where we need to throw off the chains of tyranny. And uh, we're trying to do it desperately. We're trying so hard to do it peacefully. But man, the deck is stacked against us, isn't it? It really is. It's it's heavy against us. But I remind, remind you and, and our listeners that you go back to, you know, 1775 and there were 56 young people young men and women that were probably sitting around arguing about the very same things we are. And they, they stood together 56 and they signed that declaration of independence on behalf of thousands of other people. They weren't the greatest percentages of people, but they were the greatest people. They had the greatest courage. So all it takes is a few. Uh, Some would say 3%. I would surmise that in these United States that I still call great, uh, although they're not united anymore, I, I would surmise that there's, a good 20% of people that are still strong like that. And I think we have opportunities. I am totally with you on the idea that um, we've got to keep stepping up. We've got to keep peacefully protesting, peacefully demonstrating, peacefully um, uh, providing and proposing information to people. We have to be very aware, however, that um, because, as you noted clearly, the deck is stacked and the uh, opposition that is is looking for an, a place to attack We're we're going to have to be as best we can above reproach uh, and, and really understand that um, we're under the micro, the microscopic examination process as well. Um, but I myself have stood out there with truckers and protests of people getting, you know, threat of losing their jobs for vaccines and all this mess. And, and, you know, our, our biggest, Work is ahead of us, but right now, Sean, we're in a big work, and I really believe, really believe that if we'll stay the course, keep each other encouraged, um, truth always has a way of coming to the top. Will everybody accept it? No, they won't. But will truth and good and light win in the end? Yes, I still believe that. Well, I want to talk about fifth generation warfare and stuff like that in a second. But uh, before we move off this election topic, let's just beat this thing to death and make the point that what happened in Arizona was premeditated. It is not possible to have 19 inch ballots printed on 20 inch ballots causing the misreading of a quarter million ballots. And you posited the question How would those votes have shaken out? Well, we know that 73 percent of the people that showed up to vote on Election Day because they wanted their vote counted were Republicans, 73 percent. And we're told Katie Hobbs won 
on election day in Maricopa County. It's absolute madness. I think it's part of fifth generation warfare, right? It's mm. a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine and stolen election. So whereas we had World War One and men dying in the trenches, this World War Three is a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine and stolen elections. It's not just Arizona. How about this? California says 10.9 million mail-in ballots in the midterms went unaccounted for. They lost 10.9 million ballots. I mean, if this isn't a coup against the people, what is? If we don't have honest, fair elections so that we can elect honest representatives, this is a coup. I mean, is this what fifth generation warfare is? Yeah, and it's really been going on for a long time. I touched on it earlier, you know, the idea about how the government started getting involved in the food supply. I could, you know, just use the food pyramid as an example. You know, what happened in that? We started getting this subsidization of uh, things such as wheat, corn, soy. Uh, fat became bad. Sugar became okay. We had these fat-free foods. And all of a sudden, we saw this obesity crisis grow across America. And we saw the pharmaceutical use increase. We saw vaccines increase. We saw illnesses increase. And now the trends of our health is just the... The, the saddest, lowest of all time because of, of what we've allowed to happen. And so, you know, bleeding into this area of elections and vaccines and, and controlling our minds, this constant bombardment of propaganda has got us literally convinced that the people that are feeding us information are feeding us truth. And the sad thing about it is, is we have this generation behind us, you know, as I, as I, sit here carrying this conversation with you. You know, I've been on this planet almost six decades. So I've seen uh, two generations um, ahead of me go through this. And I've watched the progression, I'll just say it like it is a regression, of the way people are able to self-govern. They're always looking for somebody else to figure it out. You know, so the government's going to do this. Big medicine's going to do this. Big food will do this. My pastor, this, my, my, whatever. It's, it's on and on and on. We have got to get back to the whole idea of self-government because fifth generation warfare, it's taking our rights away and our representatives. It's taking your choice away and it's doing it so subtly and so rapidly at the same time. That it's just constant, constant, constant. And if nothing else, it's ratcheted up in steam over the last couple of years with COVID and vaccines and elections. And I'm thankful that we are where we are because now there's people that are actually looking for truth. Maybe we're a little late in some cases, but at least we're looking for truth. At least we're seeking it out. At least we're broadcasting truth now. And hey, better late than never, man. I'm here. You're here. Let's keep fighting. Yeah. Well, I want to get your thoughts on 2024 in the election to come. Uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano, I was listening to an interview with him and uh, he firmly believes, I think he said it to, or I think he said, so. Uh, I think he said this to Owen Schroyer on Infowars. He believes Donald Trump will be indicted. What are your thoughts on that? I'm under no illusions when it comes to the false right left paradigm. Okay. Yep. But I do know there's a big difference between mega patriots and rhinos. There's a yeah. big difference between people like Carrie Lake and Mike Pence, for instance. What are your thoughts on that? If these people, if these demon creatures, if this out of control, completely rigged DOJ, Department of Injustice, if they indict Trump, what happens then? Well, I, I appreciate um, 
you know, Andrew saying that I, I, I see where he's coming from. Um, this is my thoughts. I, I, you know, from a former law enforcement before becoming a naturopathic doctor, I can, I can speak to this. Um, it, the DOJ as a whole, people, I believe in America have lost complete confidence in them and rightly so they brought it on themselves. Um, if they don't indict uh, Donald Trump, I'll be a little bit surprised, but at the same time, I won't be surprised. The, the, the biggest issue I see with coming in 2024 is this. We need to understand you touched on when it bring up two things. Number one is there is a uniparty system. There is elitist Republicans and elitist Democrats doing the same thing, just trying to hang on to power. Call it a uniparty, but they're both pseudo parties. They're both in the same team. They might just go by different names. They don't care about the people. They're about chasing the dollar. I touched on that earlier. But the elephant in the room with, um, you know, President Trump going forward is what is he going to do with his stance about the vaccine? So far, he's been very dug in about believing the vaccines have saved, you know, millions of lives. And he hasn't wavered on that a little bit. Now, he does have donations from Pfizer um, how, and at least in his last election, I haven't looked at him here recently, but that's the elephant in the room. And, and it's it's going to come back to become an issue with some of the patriots. Now, having said that, um, I believe that even if he was indicted, the uh, angle with that would be to try to get him disqualified to hold office. That's what I think they're doing. Right. Quite transparently, because they're afraid that he will get the Republican nomination. And it's already a split Republican Party. Again, there's these two factions of it, the ultra conservative and then the, the, uh, the rhinos. And yeah, right okay. now the rhinos have a lot of money. Right. And they're pushing this button. But I do think that it's it, that he I think he will be the nominee. I think it's his if he wants it. Uh, I think it won't be without a fight for sure within that pseudo party of the Republican rhino versus uh, conservative. Uh, but then my biggest concern on top of that is an overriding maybe third theme there is we still have the election issues. If you can't have good elections, we are going to have a hard time trusting that we can get uh, uh, President Trump in there for a second term. And so all these issues, I think, are are to be determined. And, and I'm like you, man, I'm sitting back and going, what is next, really? But those are three areas I think that um, we should uh, consider. All right. Well, before we wrap this up, I want to ask you about Trump versus DeSantis. There is a bit of a splintering in the party right now between these two men. Some support Trump, some support DeSantis. I think Trump probably has the grassroots, more of the grassroots support. I mean, those mega rallies when he was running for president and Joe Biden couldn't fill up a teacup with supporters, those rallies were real. Those were real people who cast votes for Donald Trump. And we're told sleepy Joe Biden got 81 million votes. It's insanity. Cash Patel predicted before I had him on my show, he predicted that it would be a Trump DeSantis ticket. What do you feel about that? I think that would be kind of magical. To me, that's unbeatable. If Trump ran as president, do you think DeSantis would acquiesce and agree to run as vice president? Or because of the important things he's doing in Florida, should he just stay there and remain governor? That's kind of my opinion. I think he should stay put. But what are your thoughts? 
Well, I, I think he's done an amazing job in the uh, state of Florida. Uh, as I spoke earlier, I think he's done a pretty incredible job of uh, matching up with as, as much of the 10th Amendment stances and making Florida operate as an independent state slash country that it should be and telling the federal government to go pound sand quite often. I think that's a great stance. I think he's done an outstanding job. I think he could do more, but I think he's inching away at it and doing an incredible job. Um, this is from my heart. As I always speak, I wear my feelings on my shirt sleeve many times, Sean. I wish that Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis would, would partner up together for the good of our country. I wish that some men who have big egos, big personalities would sit down and say, you know, we're Americans. Let's do this together. I, I wish that would happen. I agree with cash. I've met cash and I concur. I think that would be an unbeatable ticket to perhaps bring the Republican party back under an umbrella and perhaps bring a little bit of unification. I, I wish that would happen. I, I, I hope that will happen. I dream that that will happen. But I, I have my doubts that it will because of the personalities involved. Um, if it doesn't happen on the other side of the coin, Sean, it's going to be a battle. If Governor DeSantis throws his hat in the ring officially, it's going to be a battle because of what you just said. There's a lot of people that go both ways. But I do believe, my opinion, uh, that, that Donald Trump would prevail at this moment in time with the Republican nomination. You know— it begs the question, too, who on earth could the Democrats even run against Trump or DeSantis or both of them? I mean, really, Michael Obama? Uh, who do they even have yeah. that could run? They don't even have. I guess Gavin Newsom is the person they're propping up. And you want to talk about a puppet. He's House of Getty. He was built by Getty. He's just as much in the pocket of the World Economic Forum and United Nations Agenda 2030 as Joe Biden. Yeah, I could see them getting a Gavin Newsom and a Pete Buttigieg. I could see that that ticket. I really could, um, because that that would that would just serve the the course, wouldn't it? And um, I can see them propping all kinds of money behind that. Um, man, they they could even throw in their um, camel if if Joe Biden doesn't run. But but I do see that that Newsom probably be someone they would prop up for that. I agree with you. God. Pete booted. You got to be kidding me. How about, <laughs> how about Gretchen Whitmer or Kathy yeah, Holcomb? Can, that's not I mean, a, that's not a bad are, Oh, they're so disgusting. <laughs> I mean, you just can't make this up. Gavin Newsom with one of these females like Gretchen yeah. Whitmer. Gretchen. What a name. That's perfect for her. Gretchen. Gretchen. Yeah, like no doubt. Name in my view. All right. Hey, before we wrap it up here, I want to show your website and ask you. Yeah. As far as vaccine injury goes, whether it's from traditional vaccines, these childhood vaccines or the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, is there any hope in future health for people who took the jab? Do you have any suggestions for people who took this jab and maybe now are waking up? People like Jimmy Dore, for instance, he took the jab and he's all over YouTube, very popular, more than a million subscribers talking about the fact that he wishes he'd never taken it, talking about the fact that people are dying suddenly and talking about the fact that the real evidence of vaccine injury re related to the bioweapon is all being covered up. That's Jimmy Dore, a former Democrat turned truth teller. So is there any hope for these people who took the jab? There is uh, in our 12,000 plus patients across the country, uh, majority of them, they know they know us and uh, they're not vaccinated, but we've, we've got some that are. Uh, to date, we've been able to keep vaccine injury non-existent with them. And we've done it 
with a couple different angles. Of course, we work with their mindset, of course, to understand that I believe the immune system is still more powerful than any mankind can comprehend. Uh, we have put all kinds of uh, good nutrition nutrients on there to make sure the body is functioning very well from an immune system standpoint, a detoxification standpoint. And, and so far, people have came to us for that have been uh, really uh, put in good position so their body can adapt. And, and you know, I, I thank God for that so far, you know, that we've had no one. But, uh, but yes, there's hope out there. Many people who came to us with this buyer's remorse, so to speak, and um, you, you can't take it back. But there's hope out there because I do believe if the body is equipped thoroughly um, and the mind is equipped thoroughly, that the body and the mind working together can adjust and adapt and overcome that. I, I've seen it with my own eyes. And that hasn't been millions of people, probably thousands of people, low thousands with us. But, uh, but we have been successful. So, yes, there's hope. All right. Well, that's what we want to hear. I mean, I want people to have hope. It's half the reason I do this every single day at all is because we have to see our cup as half full to even get out of bed in the morning. And we know mm -hmm. that war is being openly waged against us by the likes of Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari, the Gates Foundation, Bill Gates, Event 201, Johns Hopkins. They wargamed this COVID pandemic. And then two months later, it happened in real time. The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Rockefellers donated the land in New York City upon which the United Nations sits. It is open warfare on the yep. American people and people around the world. It's not just we Americans. I mean, look what's going on in Brazil. Look what's going on in the EU, in Ireland. Look what's going on with these unelected bureaucrats in Brussels that have total power and control over the EU. That's what they want for we the people in our 50 states. That's what they want with this new world order. And we're not going to let them get it, are we? We are not. And, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm sort of a guy that I know how to fight. And I've always been one guy that walks around with a chip in my shoulder and saying, you know, you're going to have to prove me wrong this time because I'm going to show you. That's the kind of attitude we need to have. We need to have the the warrior heart, the, the courageous spirit that rises up. And, Sean, it, it is truly, and, and I hope people are listening right now will get this. If you're listening right now, and that thing is welling up in your heart. That's called Americanism. And it's in your heart. And there is no World Economic Forum, no Klaus Schwab, no Bill Gates, no George Soros that can take that out of you. you got to hang on to that with everything, man, because that is the recipe for victory. That whole spirit that lives inside of Americans. I don't know about the nation of America, but I know the American spirit is there. And, and Sean, there's people out there that are listening right now that that's going to resonate with. We stand together. We stand up. We don't back down. We don't take a step back. We step up towards it. We don't run from enemies. We don't run from fear. We face it head on. And when we do that together, great things happen. I don't have all the answers. You don't either. We're in a heck of a mess right now. But my goodness, we stand together side by side and we keep fighting. Well, I like what you just said there. I'm not sure if it'll be the title of this video or not, but the recipe for victory. I like that very much because at the end of the day, not a phrase I like to use very often, but truly at the end of the day, the only way they defeat us is if we accept their offers for universal basic income, for a central bank digital currency, and for vaccine passports. That's the only way they get away with this, Mark. The only way we'll be defeated is if we quit. And, and I hope people caught that. We will not be defeated if we don't quit. 
because you can't defeat the spirit of that American. You can't do it. It's, it's impossible. Look at what it's done so far in our country. Look at the odds that we overcame to push back the British monarchy back in the late 1700s. This is the same. Different, but it's the same process. We're being pushed to the brink to try to wake, take away our freedom and our choice. And we're going to push back and we're going to win. Yeah, and it is the same people that we were fighting then, that we're fighting now. The Rothschilds were the bankers to the kings and queens. That's on the record. The Rothschilds' connection to the Vatican Bank. It's the same people, Mark. It is the same people. And George Soros implanting people like Kerry Lake to be governor of Arizona. I'm sorry, that's a humiliation ritual and it's fifth generational warfare. That's what it is. Hey, I want to thank you so very much for your time today. I really do appreciate you. You're welcome. You do a really nice job. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the conversation. Oh, thank you, sir. And guys, the website, Sherwood.tv. Check it out. Hope and Health. You're a hope and health broker, a dealer in hope and health. That's a whole lot better than what Biden's up to, my friend. Yeah, man. I'm going to keep that up and I'm not going to stop. So I appreciate you and, and what you're doing. You're a hope dealer as well. You're dubbed that way anyway. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I think Biden and the Democrats, they trade in fear and loathing. We trade in hope and health. I like it very much. And God, by the way, those people don't fear God. They hate God. They love Lucifer. We fear God, a just and mighty God too, by the way. There will be justice come hell or high water, Mark. There will be. And, um, you know, God tells us um, uh, vengeance is his. And, and I'm going to trust him for that. I'm going to trust him to have my back. You know, I have a relationship with him. I talk with him every day. And um, he's not going to give us more than we can bear. There is victory in trusting in God. And uh, if we just keep our minds on him, we'll be all right. Yeah. And there's victory in the power and blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. That's why they hate him so much. They hate his name. They hate him. They defile him every chance they get. They really love the God of this world, Lucifer. Guys, our guest has been Dr. Mark Sherwood, a truth teller, a naturopathic doctor, and a friend of the Republic. Dr. Sherwood, thank you. You're welcome. All right, friends, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, a special thank you to our subscribe stars and our members over at sgtreport.tv, where we have that server beyond the reach of Big Brother. We share this information there ad-free. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends, and for real news every single day. Visit us directly at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies. May God bless you and your family. Bye-bye. The blackmail targets are approached with a gun, a child, and a camera. The target is ordered to rape the child on video. The target is then ordered to shoot the child on video. The target is then owned and controlled by the blackmailers until blackmail evidence loses its value. 